everyone? Welcome back to Real Talk NFT, where we talk all things Web3. Super excited today to have Rob Messer on. He wears many, many hats, has a very interesting story that I'm going to let you give the details to. Uh, but just on a high level, I mean, you're a teacher turned digital marketing strategist. You host one of the most in-depth communities of eFriends podcast. You're a freelance writer for 1.37 p.m. You are most recently a content lead for uh, a layer one blockchain. And then I just checked that you're uh, heading up a live series action on a blockchain. So, I mean, that's that's a lot. I'm going to let you kind of just intro yourself a little bit here because, you know, I'm sure there's more to it than what I just mentioned. Uh, yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Joe. And thank you so much for having me on. Uh, yeah, just... And I don't always feel busy, but when I hear a list like that, um, I definitely get reminded (laughs) on how many plates are spinning. Uh, But that's the space. That's the space. And I'm so, so grateful to be here. So um, to to take a step back, yeah, I was, um, uh, I I got into, right out of college, I I was really into marketing and and business and entertainment. And I thought I wanted to do that until I started interning um, in New York Mm -hmm. City. Wasn't making any money doing that. So I started to, on my days I wasn't doing that, I started to substitute teach. Uh, eventually I was substituting all five days and said goodbye to the internship, ended up doing a decade in elementary classrooms, uh, as a classroom teacher, primarily third grade. I just loved the environment. I loved being, you know, the good role model. I loved, um, you know, just dealing and helping mold the kids into, to being good people. Um, but you know, we could go on for how that ecosystem is. And I, I kind of grew out of love with it and started hearing more about this Web3 thing and NFTs and started spending all of my waking hours on Twitter or listening to podcasts like th- like this one and just kind of fell in love with it. And, um, you know, I, I, I wanted to make a move. And I said, uh, actually a year ago, January 2021 or 2022, excuse me, I said, you know, I, I got to get out of here and start doing this. So, um, I, I started doing anything I can. I'm not, uh, I'm not a techie and I'm not an artist. So I was like, okay, how, how am I going to get into right. this space? And, you know, I, I can put a couple sentences together. I, I can write. So I started doing that. And, um, you know, Gary V was in my ear. I, I listened to a lot of Gary V and his content and, you know, he, he's all about make content, make content, make content. So that's what I started doing on, on LinkedIn and TikTok and, I, I eventually ended up getting noticed and, you know, one thing led to another and here I am in so many spaces. So tell us about, well, this is not a VFriends podcast, but since that's one of the major collections out there in the space today, maybe some people are familiar with that. Tell us how, not only VFriends, how you, what, what you know, are you a big collector? Um, are, are there certain things that you look for? How'd you get into VFriends? How'd you end up hosting a podcast? And uh, tell us a little bit about that community. Sure. So, um, you know, back in spring of, of 21, when everything was starting to go bananas, that bull was really starting to take off. Uh, Gary, Gary V. And I, I said, you know, I, I'm a, a fan of his. I admire him as a person and his content, the, the kind of messaging he puts out. He said, you know, I, I'm doing this thing um, with NFTs. And he started educating people, you know, this is what an NFT is. This is MetaMask. This is how you set up a MetaMask. So he kind of front-loaded in, in, in bite-sized pieces uh, what this world is and, and how to set up because he's dropping this thing called VFriends. And no one knew it, that it was called VFriends at the time. Um, long story short, you know, I wasn't, like I said, elementary teachers don't make the most money in the world. 
you know, I was doing a lot of other things. I didn't have that much money. I think he said to save up at like a thousand dollars in ETH. And at yeah. that time, ETH went from like fifteen hundred, two thousand to like four grand by the time right. defense came out. Like it just soared and it was priced out very quickly. But I loved I loved everything about it. You know, I loved that it was uh, there was a lot of utility attached to it. Every token was a, a ticket to a conference called VCon, which ended up being a big hit in 2022. He had cool access tokens. Uh, you know, go bowling with him, have him be on your podcast, Zoom with him, you know, all these cool things. I really like through the rollout of that, I really got what Web3 could be for for creators, for artists, for for anyone um, and, and just for fans. So I, I I really fell in love with the community and I said to myself, huh, like I really don't have the bags for this right now, but I, I love being a part of the community, but I really want to be a, a bigger part of the community. And so I was like, how am I going to put my flag in this and to, to be closer to the, the inner circle of the team and what's going on? And I said, all right, I'll just do a podcast. I've always l- enjoyed listening to podcasts uh, that tell people's origin stories. And I believe, you know, Gar- one of Gary Vee's big things is like, I'm building this for 55 years, this Friends project. It's not a quick like pump and dump. It's not a quick, you know, D-gen play. It's, it's a real, like he's building out these characters and IP. So I said, okay, I'm going to tell this story. And at the time I was reading um, a, a book by James Miller, which is called um, ESPN. Uh, I forget that something, you know, the, the, these guys have all the fun or something, but any, anyway, it's a oral history of the origin of how ESPN was built. And right. I love the way it was told through all different uh, perspectives of people that were in it at that time. So I said, okay, I want to do this podcast I want to start writing more and, and do this book. So I'm going to create a project that I'm going to tell the story of VFriends through the perspective of people that are building VFriends and a part of VFriends. So um, it's a very welcoming community. Like I don't even have a VFriends one. Um, and, you know, I'm still, uh, you know, uh, in the community and welcomed. And so I, I started doing this and, you know, 20 episodes in or so, I, I've already interviewed some of the, the most, you know, well-known people in, in the friends with amazing stories. I just, uh, interviewed Andy Cranach, the president. And, you know, my plan is to just interview everyone in the whole thing and, and tell that story one day. So, um, and yeah, I mean, it's been a great experience and, you know, podcasting is, you know, there's a lot that, at, that doesn't, um, you know, strike you. Uh, when you say I'm going to do a podcast, the scheduling, you know, the, the tech aspects, like there's more to it. So it's, it's been a great process for me learning um, as well as really getting to do homework on, on Web3 aspects and, and people. Wow, that's, you know, that's great because NFTs are known for community first, right? And you were able to build like a subset within that and able to interview the president. And that's amazing. What what's one of your biggest wishes? Because you, you've interviewed or hosted a lot of guests on your podcast, I'm sure, and talked to a lot of community members within VFriends and outside of it, you know, uh, biggest wishes in terms of NFTs, because, you know, we always hear all that they could do and what they can be for the average person um, and kind of wrapping what we just wrapped up 2022, you know, going to 2023 what's kind of some things that you want to see from, you know, it'd be the NFTs or the communities uh, or the project itself. Uh, from VFriends? Um, it could be VFriends or just in terms of the technology uh, or, you know, pie high yeah. sky views of what do you think it could be? Yeah. I, um, well, but yeah, there's a lot to that. I know that's a great question. I, um, 
I think that I would really love to see um, just I love the bridging of community and the projects. Um, and that's kind of one of the reasons I, I love the, the spot that I'm in for, for this project specifically is because I could have a foot in the community and really hear what's going on, hear the problems, issues, what people want, and then but understand the team side and what they're trying to build and, and their issues as well and try to kind of bridge the gap and, and have an open discourse of that. And at Web3, the, um, you know, the, in so many projects, like the, the wall is, is knocked down, right? There's, there's no, there's, uh, there's a lot less mystique in what the builders are, are doing and what the community is seeing because of we're in discourse, because founders are in Twitter spaces. So I, I really, I, I hope, um, you know, especially with the, with the bear, when people are, are building, and just working on great things. I'd like to see more, you know, community involvement in, um, in all projects. I would love to see uh, founders reach out into the community to, to hire, right? Um, you know, with things like social media, like that's how I got my start. So, you know, I, those stories I love to hear. Um, you know, someone that was just a huge fan and then really was indebted to that project and became able to 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 make money or a living to to support that project so i would love to see that and just i love utility you know in, in the grand scheme of things uh you know i know you're into fly fish like um you know just cool little opportunities where people from the outside you know the normies for lack of a better word right now um can see like oh wow like that's real value that's real utility that's based on top of uh, an nft which is um, based on, on that, that blockchain or smart contract. So, you know, any way that the, we can be good ambassadors by giving value to, to our, our community, um, I, I'm all for it. And I, I'm just going to root for projects like that and try to be as part of as many as, as I can. Yeah, I, I tell everyone who listens to the podcast or wants to get involved in Web3 in, in any capacity just to, you know, jump onto things that we're not used to growing up, which is the Twitter spaces. They have live conferences on Discord. Uh, never in my experience have I had direct access to founders, project leads and give input, right? And kind of, you know, give criticism uh, of the project or what I, I like to see within it. And then even from being in, in the community, like you mentioned, I've seen so many community members hand-selected um, who wasn't even in project, like you mentioned, you know, they're either just involved or want to be involved but then become a moderator and then get a free NFT or an access NFT because they were helping out in one way or another as an ambassador. So I encourage anyone listening, you know, nothing's out of reach, you know, whether it be a board at Yacht Club or, you know, anywhere from a smaller project that you want to get involved with. I think there's opportunity, especially in this time right now where everyone's looking for, you know, just help to push, you know, the, their mission and vision forward. I think there's opportunity for many people to get involved in Web3. I mean, you yourself, you're, you're wearing so many hats. You got, like you said, so many doors open for you. Now tell us about, you know, writing for 1.37 PM. That's a, a Gary V owned publishing company. You probably covered many stories there. Tell us about that and what's interesting things coming up. Yeah. So that, that was a big turning point for me. So like I said, I just started creating because I, I, you know, I had no other choice. Like it was sink or swim. Like I had to just, I had to do something um, because I, I didn't leave uh, work with a plan, you know, I just, I had to get out. Um, and I just kind of had a lot of conviction, like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm going to make something of myself in, in this web three space. I don't know what it is yet, but I just know I need to start creating and doing. So I started writing articles on LinkedIn. If you're not familiar with link, 
some of the tools in LinkedIn, it's super easy to write an article. Um, you know, you throw in some of the chat GPT that's available now and like <laughs> you could do it, you could do it in seconds. Um, but, Amazing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I, I started doing, uh, writing some articles on LinkedIn, um, that just kind of did a couple things that shared my thoughts and my voice in the space. And I, you know, I'm, I'm all about community. I'm all about at the time I was talking about how, I was personally having a tough time pivoting from being a teacher to, you know, trying to do something in the space marketing. So I wrote an article um, on, you know, the traits teachers have and the skill sets teachers have and how that can be uh, deployed in Web3 positions, uh, which got a little traction. So I just started writing and showing off that I could write. And, um, you know, I, I started doing TikTok and building that up. And eventually, uh I shared someone from 137 asked if anyone was writing about the space. I linked my LinkedIn article and I was able to meet him actually just by happenstance. I met the guys from NF, uh, 137 at NFT NYC last uh, June. And it was just that impersonal connection, right? Like how we met, like in real life, you never know who you're going to run to at an event. Um, so, you know, sidebar, if you have a chance to go to an IRL event, definitely go because you just never know who you're going to run into and what's going to happen from it. But yeah, he sent it to the editor. And before I knew it, like I was on a call, like I thought it was an interview, but it was like, a, hey, you're like, you're going to be writing for 137, nice. which was huge because just to brand yourself as, you know, being a part of a bigger publication with some traction, with some clout. Was was awesome for me, you know. People, um, you know, looked at me and interact with me in a different way because of that. Uh, that's just kind of the way it works. Sometimes that's the game. So I, you know, obviously was able to do, uh, you know, get more access to, to different people and have more different kinds of conversations because I could put that in my my bio now. And then, um, you know, I was able to from that get traction and get a social media job with Goss, which is the the layer one blockchain startup, which is um, fantastic experience because like I said, I was coming without that experience. And now here I am working with a real startup in Web3 with a fantastic team, with, with a founder that um, just entrusts in everyone and, and has, a, has a, a vision that isn't like anything that I didn't like about the bull with the, you know, the quick pump and dump with, you know, he's all about giving value and really doing things the right way. It might be slower, uh, but the right way for the long-term vision. So it's been a, a fantastic experience working with them. And, um, you know, if you're listening, I, I definitely encourage you to check it out. Uh, G-A-U-S-S, uh, curated le le layer one blockchain. So yeah. I was able to do that and, and get more things like hosting spaces. And I did a good job hosting a space one time and I got an, another job from that, um, you know, hosting spaces, running Twitter for, um, uh, this guy, David Bianchi, who's, who's a fixture in Film 3, which is a uh, film's always been a passion of mine. And now here I am in Web 3, but the film sector and, you know, and on and on and on. Just the, the connections keep on going. <laughs> well, wow. and it seems that you've you've just added you haven't taken anything away, which is great for, for now. Uh, and it just snowballed within, I would say, less than a year, maybe even over a year's time. And for any listener, I definitely encourage uh, th this is how Web3 moves. It moves pretty quickly. When you one moment you're a teacher, the next moment you're in the shark tank with uh, layer one blockchains. I mean, who would have thought, <laughs> right, Rob, that <laughs> you'll be working on a layer one blockchain? It's, in less it's than amazing, but it, 
it's amazing and it's an amazing space. And for, for someone like me, who's kind of, you know, I want so many different things and that's kind of why I'm doing so many different things. I'm still kind of in, in that figuring out. I'm, I mean, it's only been, like you said, it's only been less than a year. So I'm still kind of figuring out exactly where I want to be. And, um, but the, the connections, the relationships and the skills that I'm working on, you know, you, you, you just can't, you can't substitute that. Like you can't, um, you know, expedite that process. So, um, that, that's why it's been hard for me. I have said no to some things, but you know, there's, there's so many good people working on so many good things right now. It, it's, it's hard to say no. Um, especially when there's, uh, a, a, an educational value to doing that, you know, putting yourself in a situation you haven't been before, but for anyone listening, that's kind of thinking, you know, maybe they were like me and, you know, they are so attracted to the space, but you know, they're still working in their, their nine to five or their web too. I would just kind of think about, you know, what you would want to be doing and reverse engineer that and just kind of start linking up and providing value with people that are in that little niche of, of web three. Yeah, absolutely. I think providing value is something that a lot of uh, individuals coming into the space, wanting to make money either on NFT flips or high valuations that they miss. They miss that it's so much easier. I, I think actually so much easier to create something for yourself within Web3 by just providing value, like you said, whether it be content or if you're a techie on the tech side, or if you're not, um, you know, just helping people form connections like you did by hosting a podcast. You, you don't even need in-depth knowledge, just help connect people. And that's really kind of how I tripped upon, you know, hosting this podcast today. I, I had a great tech job in Silicon Valley Bay Area. I don't need to leave this. Is it contrary to your story, Rob? Uh, but being a collector, just falling in love with, you know, the community and, and you know, the advancements and how it can improve people's lives and improve business operations and processes. You know, there's so much that uh, there's so much opportunity for everyone listening. So I definitely encourage everyone just like Rob, uh, who just changed your, your life within a year, you know, start to take their journey. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely going to uh, ask. I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into what you're doing now. So your 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 layer one blockchain, uh, Goss, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I, know, I know it has something to do with social media and influencers and helping to bridge that gap. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that really quickly? Yeah. So so Goss is a a, a layer, a curated layer one blockchain. So um, it it's it's centralized in a way where there's a, a thorough vetting system, right? Um, to to go on, you can't just go and you know start making tokens. Um, you you kind of have to pass the, the the test, and because we don't want any of the bad actors in there, right? We we we've seen all the bad behaviors, we've seen the bad actors. You know, there you know you talk to not, ten people and nine of them have been scammed in the space, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to avoid that. Um, with with the thought process that we want this to be, um, you know, one of the internal ways and in, in the messaging, it's the blockchain for brands, right? If you are an an Instagram influencer, if you're a, a Twitch streamer, if you have a, a built in following, mm-hmm. and maybe you're not into Web three yet, right? People are going to want to start tokenizing to engage with their fans more, right? People are going to want to start doing a lot of these access things to reward their fans to increase engagement, like like the Gary V's of the world, but maybe on a smaller scale. And they're going to want a, a safe ecosystem where they feel comfortable bringing their audience, right? Onboarding their whole audience too. Um, so, so that's where we come in because we want to take that, that uh, feeling of uneasiness that, mm-hmm. to 
we want to take that away uh, because this is a, a safe ecosystem. So yeah, it just it just launched a couple months ago, November, and you know we're talking to a, a, a lot of people with with in the situation that I just described um, with with audiences, and they're thinking about you know how you know it, it's still a very delicate for someone that's not in it like like us. Uh, it's a very delicate mm-hmm. topic, right? Uh, because they're. All you see in the headlines out in the mainstream media is the FTXs and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, how someone p- spent, you know, half a million dollars on an ape and now it's worth this, right? So, um, you know, th- those dramatic situations. So you have to, it's a it's a relationship building process when you're talking to them about the possibilities, how they could use these technologies to enhance their relationship and enhance their community um and not necessarily cash in but just like we said continue to give value um but do it in a way that's that's safe that they don't have to worry about you know a a scam token coming out within the 24 hours of their token and now all of your biggest fans who who took a chance on you took a chance on this new technology or out of out of their funds or you know wallet strange or whatever the case so um it, it's something i really believe in like i said it, it's about the team you know when you have choices uh de- definitely just do, do your homework just like it's people if you're hire, getting hired for a job people are doing their homework on you do your homework on the the team do your homework on the the people that you are going to to give your time to so um it all checked out for me I, I i really like the environment the ecosystem the messaging and within that i'm just kind of a social media content creator i've, I've strategy is kind of something I, I really enjoy so um i've been able to do yeah. a lot of that as as much as i can so it's been a really great experience i'm excited for for 2023 yeah and i think 2023 a lot of people will be embracing you know exactly not only goss but uh, not only artists and influencers, but brands that want to connect more of the communities and, and, you know, kind of give a symbiotic relationship. And I didn't think we see it so quickly, but, you know, Starbucks already launched their, their kind of, you know, fan token, right? They did their sure. uh, digital collectible polygon and then Instagram's coming out with theirs. Uh, and Nike, you did their dot swoosh. So I'm, it's seeing the big brands kind of lead the way and not being scared, right. Uh, to drag their community through this process it's very interesting. And I think they fixed some of the phonetics, you know, not, they're not terming it, uh, terming it NFTs or saying digital collectibles or even, um, you know, other, other words for it. So definitely going to excited to see how this folds out in 2023. I'm excited for that. Uh, so I guess Absolutely. last question for you, you're, you're also working on live action series for blockchain. I mean, that's the first I've heard. <laughs> uh, tell us about that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. So I, I mentioned, you know, part of what I do with Goss is host, um, you know, fireside chats, Twitter spaces. And I did one on uh, the film three movement, which is just kind of a, the vernacular, the slang for people that are using the blockchain and NFTs to build films, fund films, uh, make films, Mm -hmm. give, you know, reward their fans and their communities, everything that we're talking about, but just in that kind of film niche. So I, I did a Twitter space on that and um, this guy, David Bianchi, and here's the VFans connection. I, I had remembered him from because he was a speaker at VCon last year. And I, you know, I did a, a nice job moderating and interviewing him. He was nice enough to come on the panel for that. And he was all, at the time looking for someone to help with his Twitter. Um, you know, I gave him, you know, going back to going back to giving value. You know, I wrote him 
a, a laundry list of ideas of how he could help build his Twitter. And he really appreciated that. Gave me a shot helping with the Twitter. I kind of delivered. You know, he liked what I was putting out there. He liked my ideas and execution. And yeah, he, he kind of let me into to more of what he was doing. And what he was doing is um, he was, he got um, funding and he's partnering with Gala Films, who you, a lot of people might know from Gala Games yeah, yeah. and Gala Music. So they're, they have, uh, you know, got billions of dollars of funding and they're starting this film vertical um, to this kind of play or sorry, watch to earn right with their nodes. So um, David had partnered with them and he had, they're releasing the, the first their first project to be released is the, the first ever live action series on the blockchain um, NFT only. So it's called Razor RZR and it's an eight episode uh, eight episode live action series. Um, it's the way we, the way he talks about it is black, think black mirror meets Mr. Robot. If you're familiar with that eight, eight, um, episodes. And it's very, it's very, um, web three demographic centric, meaning that people that are really into blockchain are going to like this. It's kind of, uh, it's a not too distant dystopian world where, you know, everyone just kind of, everyone uses crypto for all transactions, including black market. Um, so it's, it's really cool. Um, but you know, I, have been, I've had a front row seat for people building in this, in this space. And, you know, going back to giving access to the community, uh, you know, anyone that buys this, this Razor NFT is going to get, you know, the only exclusive, at least at the beginning, to watch the show, to interact with the the cast, right? To mm. um, possibly be extras in future seasons, <laughs> to get to get merch, right? And we have some really cool partnerships going on that people are really gonna. It's gonna open people's eyes because of the magnitude of the 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 projects and the communities that have kind of co-signed on this on this series. So it's, it's going to be cool. The Easter eggs that come out with that are in the series, but um, it's the production value is super high. I'm super excited to be a part of it. And, and Gala really believes in, in this, this film three movement, which is, which is nice. Um, so again, a great experience. I'm just kind of milking, you know, from a personal side, I'm just trying to milk as much out of it as I can to learn about web three, learn about the space. Um, and yeah. just seeing all the cool opportunities that web three brings. That's that's the first I've heard of it. Watch to earn. I mean, I've 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 heard of a lot of things to earn, right? Play to earn, learn to earn. And watch to earn is the first one. That's interesting. So I'm gonna have to look that up. I definitely put the links down below. You know, uh, for everything that you're mentioning. Yeah, I mean, it just it's like anything else. It just really it blows your mind of how how things are gonna change. Like if you buy if you rent or buy a movie on on your TV, like for three ninety nine. Like you just, you just watch it. You don't think about it potentially going up in value depending on, you know, if it gets picked up down the road by Netflix or, or it becomes like a cult phenomenon, like the office years later. Right. So there's a lot of really cool, um, facets to it. Amazing. What well, you have, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to ask this question because you have so much going on already, but what's the outlook for 2023? Like what are you, what's the, uh, what's the goal here? Uh, the, the goal, I, I mean, from a personal side, I, I have a, I have a one four year old already and we have twins on the way. Oh, wow. So, um, it, yeah, thanks. So from a personal standpoint, it's just to kind of get through that and with as healthy and as whole as possible. But, uh, from a web three professional standpoint, it's just kind of, um, really 
just kind of see where the chips fall as far as, as opportunities um, for me. And, you know, like I said, I, I really have gravitated towards the, the strategic piece and the community piece. So like kind of being the middleman between uh, brands and the community and helping them interact with, with Web3 in the best way possible, right? Um, you know, we've learned from everyone's mistakes. We, we've learned what not to do. So I, I'm, I like to surround myself with people that, um, you know, are, are good people that know um, what's best for everyone um, and to create a win-win situation. So, you know, ultimately I'm gonna, professionally, I'm gonna try to land um, something like that where I could be in the middle and just create win-win-wins for, for everyone. I think you hit on a nose right there. I think most listeners want to know what not to do. We're not gonna spill the beans here today. We're gonna have <laughs> yeah. to re- read your book because what not to do a lot of people are doing that. They're doing the wrong things. And because you know that, that's I, that's why I think you are being coveted by a lot of companies and, you know, relationships are moving right. forward. So super excited for you. I'd love to see where the chips lie. End of 2023, get you back on maybe, you know, in 2024. I, I imagine you're a, a, a chief strategy officer somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, um, amazing. No, this was, this was great, Joe. And I, I really, you know, I appreciated you. Uh, running into Miami and chatting with you. And, you know, as I'm doing these more of these podcasts and more Twitter spaces, I, I'm really starting to hone in on people that are moderating panels. I'm like, ah, this person didn't do their homework. Uh, this person did, and they're doing a great job. So, you know, you definitely caught my eye because, um, you know, the panel I saw you do uh, at the Central in Miami, it was, it was great. You did a fantastic job, and I know you're going to continue to grow this and do an amazing job. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, those are uh, uh, stressful times, you know, moderating panels with a lot of people on there with, uh, uh, you know, a lot more knowledge than you do uh, talking about subjects that are, are far beyond where we can grasp today. So it's, it's exciting. I'm humbled to be, you know, um, uh, speak on stage like that. And yeah, I look forward to the next events coming up. It's going to be a great year. Uh, definitely. Well, there's so many places to find you. Uh, we're not going to mention it all today, because <laughs> there's like four or five different places, but I'll put it on the links. I'll connect with you afterwards. So if you guys make sure you go follow Rob, listen to his Twitter spaces, Fireside Chats, uh, his own podcast. So uh, definitely uh, thank you for coming on, Rob. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure, Joe. Best of luck to you this year and beyond. Thank you. Bye.